I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Ali Hardman, thanks for coming on the show this evening. How are you? Oh, good. Thanks. Thank you so much for having me on. Before we talk about your, I suppose shows and how stupidly successful you've been over the last while do you have any like weird odd or strange talents that like you know if you were to crack them out at a party you'd be like ah didn't know you could do that do you know what no and I always wish I did because I feel like I'm often at parties and everyone gets to do their party piece and I'm like oh I can't really get up and do a monologue (laughs) 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 who wants some Shakespeare no anyone yeah anybody want to hear a monologue if you think about it I was only I was only actually saying this to some friends of mine who are acting and I was like if you actually stood in the middle of Grafton Street and started spewing off some old Irish poems and stuff and just yeah. put your little hat down. People yeah. probably put money in. Yeah, you probably make a fortune, actually. That's what we really should be doing. <laughs> you should. Give us all ideas now. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're writing your own stuff. That's even better. Yeah. Yeah, I know, yeah. It's actually very true, yeah. Well, start yeah. off with, like, cover poems and then go into yeah, your own stuff, you know what I mean? You yeah, wanna, yeah. <laughs> you want to get a few in first and get the crowds around with some material that they actually know. No, because, like, seriously, you're what? Your your skill is your recorder. Yeah, I played the recorder. I actually played it for oh, my really? leaving cert. So the reason why was oh. because my mom wanted me to be a mega nerd. Uh, so yeah. she made me do recorder lessons <laughs> when no one else did. But and those were her big ambitions for exactly. you. Exactly. Well, yeah. I think she actually was thinking more, more so if she does music, 50% is a practical and yeah, yeah. most people say, or play yeah. the piano. No yeah. one plays a recorder, so they're going to feel sorry for her. So, oh, that's good. That yeah. is good. Yeah. Well, it worked. Yeah, recorder is a tricky one to pull out of the family party as well. I feel like. Isn't it? Uh, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh no, she's she's not okay. But I used okay. to do it anyway, and you could see everyone else's face was like, oh, <sighs> really? Oh, you know, here it goes I, again. I, I got that response now. When I was in college, I thought right the way that you were going to be a hit with the ladies, right, mm. was yeah. to learn card tricks. Oh no! And oh, the only thing that they liked was when you disappeared and not the car. <laughs> exactly. They were like, "Oh, yeah. he's gone now." I like that one. Never ever come back. No, it was oh, just a bit of a sad the, part of my life. If you were able to do it properly, it's it's kind of attractive, okay. isn't it, Ali? I mean, I feel like if you can be really impressive and you pull a card from behind my ear, but um, Can't or do something that, no. I thought, but yeah, may, maybe maybe the grand finale will just be. <laughs> The one, the one we did have. You see, sometimes you need like a partner in crime with this. So one we had, where let's say, so you'd pick a card, mm. and then yeah. I'd throw a deck of card against the window, and it would be on the opposite side of the window. Oh, how'd you do that? Yeah, see, that's impressive, isn't it? Until you realise how oh, it's done. Oh, yeah, you had someone on the other side that just stuck it up. Yeah. Ah, okay. Ah, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. the yeah, tag team. Yeah, that's and to make things even more or less impressive, right? A lot of those card tricks are done with a deck where it's fifty-two of the same card. Oh, really? 
Yeah, it's oh, all that's lies. horrible. It's all oh, lies, no. lads. So you go pick any it. card and you pick a card that's like, oh, it's the Ace of Diamonds. Okay, put it back in, shuffle around. It's all the Ace of Diamonds. And no. Oh, my God. And then someone's outside with the Ace of Diamonds and they have it up on the window and your back's to it and you're like, Ooh. Oh, oh my you're God, my horrible. mind is blown. Yeah, so yeah. is mine. Yeah, I was a I virgin was until I was I'm going to actually do that on someone now. That's that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. is good. It's nice. It's yeah. all lies and cheats. So anyway, there are some of our uh, useless <laughs> talents, but you, you've you actually got quite um, a substantial set of talents because you've written again uh, Electric, which has done phenomenally well over the last, what, six months to a year and it's still going? Yeah, so we, yeah, we opened it last April, actually, in Theatre South in Dublin. And it was my first thing that I had ever written. And we opened it and it kind of just took off. It's set at Electric Picnic and we've, like, people doing uh, face painting and glitter and stuff as you arrive. So I feel like the word kind of spread that there was a little mini festival going on. And so it, it ended up selling out for two weeks. And so then we brought it on uh, this year from March, just up until a few weeks ago, we were on tour around Ireland with it. And we went over to Brighton as well. So it did really well. So yeah, it was, I was delighted with it, really. It kind of just, you know, one of those things that kind of just took off. Suddenly it was, yeah. you know, lots of people were asking about it and stuff, which I was delighted about. <laughs> so it's about Electric Picnic. Yeah. Every, everyone has been to Electric Picnic. They all have stories. Yes. So, <laughs> I, I haven't got to see your play yet, but um, yeah. what, what kind of does it involve, I guess? Is well, it? yeah, actually, it's funny you say that because when we were doing it, when I was writing it, I went around with my friends and was asking them, like, stories that they had from festivals and stuff because I really wanted it to be, like, I wanted people to go and see it and think, oh, I've done that or I've been there. So it's really specific to the festival. We were very specific about where we are. It's right to play at the festival. But it really centres around two girls who meet from either side of Dublin City and they meet at the festival. And it's kind of all about their journey through the madness and the kind of prejudice they face because of who they are. Because I think then at a festival, people are, you know, it's kind of the one place where people from all walks of life meet and have a ball for, for three days. And that's really what I wanted to get across in the play as well. I love that. So how big of a cast again do you have? <laughs> uh, just two, so small. <laughs> I mean, that's one of the different things about this play, I think, which makes it, you know, slightly different to a lot of other bigger productions. It's just you and who stars in it with you? Yeah, Erica Rowe is her name. Very pressurised because, you know, I've often I gone know. to see like w- one woman play or one yeah. man play. And it's yeah. pretty similar. Like it's, a, it's a, lot of, uh, a lot of work, especially that you've written it and you're acting in it, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's intense just because, yeah, you're on the stage for the full hour and we, we play a lot, of, a lot of different characters in it. So um, the rehearsal was intense. Uh, but I really enjoyed doing it. It's only an hour. So it's not, we're not doing three and a half hours or of Beckett or anything like that. So um, it's, it's quite, it's, it feels really quick when you're up there. Um, but yeah, it's great. It, and it's, it's a good challenge as well as an actor, you know. Are you directing it as well? No, no, Claire Maguire directs it. No, I, I decided uh, I a bit much. <laughs> you decided to opt out of the uh, nervous breakdown. That one, maybe, uh, yeah. Just don't, yeah. Uh, uh, no, but yeah, as I said, I, written, I wrote it on a minute, so yeah. Can I ask as well, right, when you were sitting down to write this, yeah. how do you, in 2019, when everyone's phones are dragging at your attention how did you find the time to sit down and actually get through this and complete this I know yeah that's a really good question actually I had to I mean I think I'm, I'm like that now when I'm writing still like you just have to I just have to put my phone on the other side of the room and not look at it because I find like even if you're just a bit like oh I'll just take a break for a second and then you're knee deep and like you know some <laughs> Paris Hilton's Instagram stories yeah. and, right? and the top cat gifts <laughs> on Twitter for oh, 2019 yeah. it's like wow this is amazing <laughs> Oh, it's oh, you just go into a deep hole, and I'm just like, and the, the, you know those Graham Norton little clips. I get. 
sucked into those as well from, from the show the week before. So yeah, it's, just, it's about being really disciplined. I think just sitting down and just really setting a goal out and saying, hey, this is how much I'm going to get done today. And then you feel great and then you can go on your phone for as long as you want. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, job done. So how long did it actually take you to write the whole thing? Like, Yeah, it took, I'd say it took me, you know, I feel like I say a different answer to this every time someone asks me. <laughs> I think it took me about six weeks probably six uh, weeks to get the whole thing out well well, sorry and then you know there was lots of revisions and um, you know I brought it to the theatre and then they had suggestions and then it was changing the whole time to write the rehearsal process and that so yeah well like the first draft was you know not at all what it is today but I'd say that took me about six weeks yeah but if you think about it like you're writing it no it's it's nothing but when you're writing it you're probably in your head thinking of what it's going to look like or what way it's going to go and then you go and try and obviously perform it and you're like actually no that's not yeah, working at all exactly yeah and I I had a quite a, I've been thinking about it for ages and I kept jotting down notes on my phone so I feel like when I sat down I kind of had an idea of what I wanted where I wanted it to go and then when we did the first reading um, I sat down with Erica and we'd just been to an extra picnic a few weeks before and she was like why didn't you put in Caravan Oki and why didn't you put in this and I was like oh yeah and she was like they're such big moments you have to put them in like they're great you know experience people have down there uh, so, that, so we now do um, karaoke to Maniac in the middle of it so. oh good god I remember doing that I went, where was I? I think it was was it two or three years when Mark McCabe for the first time in, in, in 10 years or 15 years had played Maniac Live. <gasps> yeah, I heard about this. Yeah. Oh my God. Now, I was listen, there. Were you there? I was there that year, In, in yeah. fairness, he, he oh played it about seven times. Right? So he was doing I a know. set and then ended with Maniac. And it is the closest thing that I have ever been to like a spiritual awakening. Yeah, yeah. It was when everyone was in this like temple to Mark McCabe's oh. God and the place lost oh its absolute mind. God. It was absolute magic. It was like the time, the first time you heard it in I went to the cricket club I don't know if anybody even knows that <laughs> nightclub that existed when I was about 13 but that's all they played Yeah. so oh, beat, yeah. beat the slapper the whole lot you know all your <laughs> yeah. the flashbacks of like stuff that you should never have done the 48 yeah. guys you snogged in one night you're like oh god <laughs> this is terrible and you were proud at the time <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, because it's so funny. Like when when we start when the music comes on, you know, the intro starts playing. Like we've kind of cut it down, so it's not like four minutes long. But when the intro starts playing, you can see people's eyes like light up in the audience, and they start sitting up and kind of like shaking their friends' arms. Like I know all the words, <laughs> I know all the words. <laughs> and then when we start doing it, everyone gets so involved. It's so funny, uh, and people get up, and it's 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 amazing. And then it's funny then like when you do you know we've done afternoon matinees in other areas and they don't know the song as well and we're like expecting this massive reaction and people are like what's this? <laughs> but uh, yeah, in Dublin like, it's always going a good reaction. So yeah. you're, you're bringing her over to Scotland as well in a very famous uh, venue over there the Underbelly which is huge for, for comedy as well at the yeah. uh, at the Fringe Festival so like, are, are you not not worried, but do you think it'll that'll translate across? Are you making any adjustments, or how you feel? I know, about that? yeah, I'm really nervous about it. I was, we've been to Brighton, and uh, we were there for a few for ten days at their their fringe, and it went down well there. Okay. Um, so hopefully, so far it seems to have translated. But what we've been doing is, um, because the play is really specific to Dublin, we've yeah. written out this glossary. So when you come to the show um, in Edinburgh, you'll get this like little, you know flyer with all the terms explained. Oh, that's brilliant. Uh, okay. 
so that people feel included. So um, we have things like explaining what Scarlet Free means and and what because we named all the different schools and stuff in the play. So we oh, explain yeah. what all that is. Yeah, so pe- people seem to really respond to that in, in Brighton. So I think that'll help with it over there. And again, yeah, just the, the, the themes in the play are, are, are kind of universal. So people seem to be understanding what we're talking about anyway. Well, Grant, because I've, I've made that mistake before. Like when I was doing a gig at the, yeah. the Comedy Crunch in the Stag's Head, right? It was my first time there and I didn't realise that they get a very international audience so they get oh, let's yeah. say 50-60% of the crowd are tourists because yeah. it's a free yeah. gig and um, you know they're looking for something to do and it's a brilliant gig with the first gig I did there and I was making this reference to 99 ice creams it was a joke about Oscar Pistorius the South African guy oh, yeah. and 99s right uh, and oh, there, was, yeah. there was some listen don't worry there was some link there that made sense but yeah. I used 99s and I went up and every time I'd done it in an Irish or Dublin club or mainly an Irish yeah. crowd everyone was like oh yeah and then I did it waiting like the 99 bit waiting for the laugh and everyone was like what's the 99 oh no oh my god really none of them knew so that they were all like so German and French and Dutch and all that and they had absolutely no idea and I was there kind of going oh and then it was so funny because I was like you only find these things out after embarrassing yourself on stage <laughs> and making a fool of yourself walking <laughs> yeah. off by going do you know what it worked a McFlurry. Everyone knows what a McFlurry Yeah, is. yeah, true. Oh, McFlurry. I know, yeah, yeah. But you know, yeah, you have well, to take the shame. What we find doing with Electric is just kind of, just, you know, because it's a comedy and when we do it in Dublin, it gets such a big, you know, people know all the references we're talking about that when we do it in, um, when we do it in places outside of Ireland, we've just had to sort of realise that the bits that are jokes in Dublin aren't actually jokes abroad, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. just saying them as, <clears throat> you know, we're not building up for the big punchline anymore because people don't know what we're talking about. So we just let it, you know, we, we yeah. leave the flyers on the thing and, and we don't we don't build it up as much as, as a joke. It's, <laughs> but I know what you mean. It's funny, isn't it? When when you're used to people reacting so I know. quickly to it. And it's you such do a it, punch like, in the stomach. You're like, you just yeah. want to curl up and die because you're yeah, like, that yeah, was the yeah. best one and they're not laughing. Ugh, that's the thing about stand-up or doing anything live, like a play live. You don't yeah. know what way they're going to react. No. And like, you if, you, if you mess up your lines, I don't know if you, it's you probably improv if that happens but is it yeah. nerve-wracking like I don't know if you've done much screen acting as well but the, like yeah huge difference isn't there well do you know what's funny like I I trained in theatre and when I started I've done a few projects in TV and film and I was like oh my god this is going to be so easy like I'm not going to be nervous at all because you know I've done so much theatre mm. like I'm used to if something goes wrong picking it up but actually I find screen acting just as nervous because you're not like there's so many people standing around watching you and they're, it's like the clock is ticking the whole time. They don't have time for you to do three takes because you keep getting your line wrong, you know? Yeah. So I think it's actually, they're, they're kind of equal in that way of like, I think it's good to have training in theatre because you're kind of well able for for handling whatever's thrown at you then and you're not expecting to do it loads of times or something. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's been times on stage where, where you know, things have gone wrong. Like, it's a lot, like one time we were on stage and all the lights just went dark for about <gasps> three seconds. Oh, lovely. And we were like, we just kept going on with it. We were like, <laughs> well, I don't know what that was. You just, you kind of, I think on theatre, the great thing about it is that you're literally just living second to second. Like, you can't preempt and you can't think what's going to happen and uh, actually, oh my God, in Brighton, in the middle of the show, someone walked in. The door into the theatre was at the back. Oh no. And they walked in through the two of us on stage. <gasps> Stop. Stood for a second looking around for a seat. <laughs> walked down and sat down. Oh we were my like, God. What the hell? Yeah, it was so weird. Sometimes you wonder do people do that on purpose just to try and throw you? 
That's how they get their kicks. Yeah, that's how they get their kicks out yeah. the fringe. Like, let's go ruin some performances. Yeah, today. let's yeah, see how yeah, they yeah. react to this. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, Ali, are you working on anything else? Like, have you got anything else in the pipeline, or uh, are you just going to take this on the road and see see what happens with it? Um, yes. Well, I've, I've, I've got a couple of little bits in development at the moment, but I'm also currently featuring in Metal Heart, the Irish feature that's on in cinemas at the moment. Oh, I've heard um, of that actually. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great, uh, it's a real feel-good summer film. So, um, yeah, I'm featuring in that at the moment, and it's it's on in cinemas now. Um, mm. It'll be on for a while, and then yeah, I have a couple of other little bits that I'm uh, that I've got coming up, but I I'm not allowed to say what oh, they come are. Come on, yet. come on, break <laughs> the embargo. Give us an exclusive. Yeah, give us an exclusive. Um, oh, I better, I better not with my con- contractual agreement. <laughs> we'll get her fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the phone. Know, yeah. like, how was that? Well, I got sacked. And then my I'll life like, is ruined. This, this, and this, and then you'll see me <laughs> playing my tin whistle, like we were saying. My recorder. Hey, so. don't slag the recorders. Yeah, we're all listen. bad recorder players Sorry, yeah. here. Big got, love for the recorder. I got an A, okay. Just going to oh, put that out there. There we go. So listen, are you allowed to give us any clue? Like, is it going to be TV-based, movie-based, more stage production-based? Irish um, International? Yes, stage-based um, and hopefully a little bit of um, TV-based as well. Oh, so, someone's going yeah. on to Fair City. No, I think she's going on to something even better. What else is on at the moment? That cop show. What's that cop show? Blood. Is it oh, Blood, Blood as well. On. Listen, listen we, won't, we won't say anything. We won't yeah, get we you in trouble. Yeah, we don't want to get in trouble. Uh, <coughs> or sack just you. as things are getting going. But Electric, you're obviously taking it over to the Fringe Festival over in yeah. Scotland, but there is one day left. I know you're doing a gig, a performance here on the 6th of July. Sold out, lads, but the 13th, where and when and how can yes. people go? Yeah, so the 6th, uh, as you said, is sold out, but there's one. There's another show, the 13th of July, and um, it's on in the Gaiety School of Acting's Black Box Theatre. Um, it's a lovely little theatre in Temple Bar, um, and it's on at half seven, and the tickets are €12, Euro, um, and it's a fundraiser performance for us going over, so there'll be lots of little goodies and kind of different things going on for the evening. Um, it's on at half seven, as I said, and the tickets are at um, my website, which is islaproductions.com, which is ilaproductions.com and there's tickets and there's like a link to our promo video and stuff that we shot at Electric Picnic up there as well so yeah Dead. Brilliant! Can't wait. I'm yeah. going to go to that. But what day oh, yeah, is please. the 13th? It is a it's a Saturday. Saturday. Oh, so right. we're off. Yeah. So we can go and see it. Yeah, please do, please do. Yeah, it should be cool. I'm really excited. Like it's a real Dublin show, and I love doing it here. So I'm really excited to to do the last two shows. Possible, well, I don't know, in Dublin for the foreseeable future anyway. Thanks a million for popping on, Ali. If you want to go see Electric, it's on the 13th of July. Tickets, islaproductions.com before she heads on over to Edinburgh to become far more successful than all of us here. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. Thanks. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long.